Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3naz.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. start a new series called You Are Here, and so I'm glad that you are here uh, today, or you are there online, wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you're here. But it's not just about welcoming you, this is about focusing. You can see kind of from our symbol up there, that GPS looking pin that tells you you are here. How many of you use GPS to get around? Yes. And you love to see that first little dot that tells you you are here. Well, that happens because of a few things. I I think I understand either satellites or, or, uh, or cell towers triangulate. So there are a few different places that kind of fix your position. They can see where you are. And it orients you to that place. And when you know where you are and you know where you want to go, then it becomes a little easier to find your way. And so as we enter into this series over the next three weeks, we're going to look at Scripture, at worship, and Christian living. That those are those cell towers, those are those satellites that begin to orient our lives, not just telling us where we are, but it orients our lives around Jesus and tells us where we are going, calls us to follow after Him. And so I hope you'll plan to be with us either in person or online all three weeks because I think this is going to be a great series for us to begin to look at. Now today, we're going to look at that first one, how Scripture orients our life towards Jesus. And so if you have your Bibles, I'm going to invite you to turn to Psalm 119. Psalm 119, however you get your Bible, whether it's in book form or app form, go ahead and find your way to Psalm 19. A little bit of trivia about Psalm 19, if you're not familiar with it, it is the longest chapter in the Bible. So aren't you glad I'm not preaching the whole of Psalm 19 today? Uh, But we're going to look at a few verses that get us into this. Now, the other thing about Psalm 19 that I just want to set up for you is that it is an instructive alphabet poem. Did you know this? That's why it is so long. Because it takes these letters, the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, and puts a little bit of a poem for each letter of the alphabet around a certain theme. Now, we kind of do that today when we have kids in kindergarten or preschool. We might choose a theme like animals, and we'll say A is for aardvark, B is for bear, C is for cat, D is for dog. You know, the the theme is animals, but we're teaching the alphabet as well. Or we might do fruit. I don't know, you know, A is for apple, B is for banana, C is for cantaloupe. There you go. Thank you. Uh, So we, we still do this. For Psalm 119, the theme is life guided by God's law and principles. And so they start with Aleph. That's their first, Aleph. 
And the next letter is bet. So Aleph bet sounds like what? Alphabet. Yes, good. Very good. So Aleph bet. We're just going to look at bet, which is the letter for B, sometimes V, depending on how it goes there. But we're just going to look at this. But the theme, again, is how does our life get oriented or how good life is. It's instructing a student. And you can almost hear the instructor and the teacher like teaching the alphabet, but with the theme of how important it is to have a life guided by the scripture. And so let's let's look at this. Let's just hear it. First of all, Psalm 119, beginning at verse nine. How can young people keep their way pure by guarding it according to your word? With my whole heart, I seek you. Do not let me stray from your commandments. I treasure your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, Yahweh. Teach me with your statutes. With my lips, I declare all the ordinances of your mouth. I delight in the way of your decrees as much as in riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. This is the word of God for the people of God here and on and online. And our response together is thanks be to God. Well, uh, yesterday was a beautiful day. How many of you loved just a little bit of cooler weather? So nice. These are the these are the days why we live in Michigan, right? The, the rest of the time. Uh, but I decided I would go, Nick Van Lent and I decided we would go and run the Kalamazoo Classic 5K, just a 5K, so 3.12 miles, something like that. And uh, we enjoyed it. It was beautiful out there. We had a great time. We ran. Um, I, I did a pers- my personal record. Uh, now, this was my first 5K, so it's my only record. Um, <laughs> But I felt good. At the end, it was great. We had a good time. Uh, Nick finished 130th. I finished 131st. And uh, we just had a good time. It was a beautiful day for a run. Enjoyed it. Started our, our day off good. Now, I did not just wake up on Saturday morning and decide, hey, I think I want to go run a 5K today and show up and do that. There was a lot that took place to get to that point. It was somewhere back in the pandemic when I decided I needed some motivation and I needed to get out of the house. I needed fresh air. It was just just something I needed. And so I began to look for motivation. So I stepped on the scale. It was motivating. And demoralizing all at the same time. But it, it, it told me that I needed some movement. And so that motivation began to turn into movement where I began, I downloaded an app to begin to look at uh, what I was putting in my body each day and kind of weighing every day. And it gave some good things. It's the Noom app. I don't know if you've heard of it. it. I enjoyed it. It was a good program for me. It was good motivation. But then I actually had to get out and move. There was some movement that needed to take place. And so I put on my shoes, and I think it was summertime at the time, and I began to, to get out and do some movement. And as I did that day in and day out,
out, then there was momentum that built, and I began to enjoy all of these things. And then I began to look at tools and things that I needed to improve as the seasons changed, or as I was running longer distances and running in colder temperatures. So there were all these things that I needed to add to that motivation and that movement and that momentum. Can you tell that our letter for today is M? And so as it is with physical exercise, I believe that this teacher who is teaching the alphabet and teaching it around the theme of orienting our lives through Scripture towards God, I believe we're going to see some of these same principles begin to happen. And so in order to mature, I realized in running that I needed some motivation. And so does this teacher to his students, whoever these unknown children were at this moment, that there was motivation and that was to lead them to some movement. And so what is the motivation? Let's look at verse 9. It says, how can young people keep their way pure? Now remember, this would have been uh, you know, part of that curriculum, part of a student, so they, they say young people. Now it's also good that the younger you start orienting your life towards God through scripture, the better your life will go. The way that you will live in that community, the Jewish community of that day, will will help you, will help you to learn how God called them to live. And that's important. But I just want to tell you today, this isn't just a sermon for young people. We can take out the word young people. Do older people need to keep their ways pure as well? Yes. Do middle-aged people need to keep their ways pure? Yes. Do senior citizens need to keep their way pure? Yes. This is Father's Day. Do dads need to keep their way pure? Yes. And of course, moms do as well. This is for all of us. We can take that and we can make sure that that motivation of keeping our way pure. Now, I want to look at that because... Keeping our way pure feels like a holier-than-thou kind of statement. But when they're talking about living in the way of purity, what they mean by that in that Hebrew, ancient Hebrew understanding is that you're called to live your best life. That God created us in His image and was teaching that our first parents wisdom, how to live as full human beings, how to live as God's image. And we know just a few chapters later that Our first parents decided, no, I'm going to choose how I want to live. I'm going to choose what's right or wrong. And we get right and wrong incorrect over and over and over and over and over again. And we have broken and damaged our world. And so the call for the people of God was to learn the law. It wasn't just a bunch of rules to try and and, uh, earn something. It was about a call to live the best life. Because God knows the best way for human beings to live. And so he called them. He called them out as an example. And this teacher today was giving motivation to how can young people, how can old people, how can men and women, how can moms and dads guard their hearts so that they are living the best life. And that motivation should move into movement. And so we see that in the second part of that verse. That is, the question is there for the motivation, keeping our way pure. But it leads to motion, 
guarding your heart according to your word, O God. And that word for guarding is, I know you were just dying when you got up this morning. I hope Pastor Jeff teaches us about Hebrew grammar. But that word for guarding is in the imperfect tense, which means that it is action that is continuing, that it's movement. It's not just one time I guard my heart or I hold my Bible up like this. It is an ongoing, there is a motivation that moves into a movement, that there is some ongoing action that I'm going to need to participate in in order to orient my life, to live the best life that God will teach me through His Word. That's important. And Scripture teaches us how we were meant to live this best life that God calls us. This story orients our hearts and our lives towards Him and invites us into this best life. But that movement isn't the end. Because movement, when you put enough movement together, it begins to create some momentum. Like, when I was running at first, the movement was painful. But as I continued to run, that movement became momentum. I actually found myself, I know this is crazy, I found myself looking forward to running. I found myself missing it and feeling sad when I didn't run. I I wanted to get out there. I, I enjoyed the feeling after I was done. So it created some momentum. But let's look at how momentum is created here in this in this passage. By the time he is, this person has kept guarding their, uh, their hearts according to God's Word, verse 10, we now see that they're all in. With my whole heart I seek you. Do not let me stray from your commandments. It, it's as if, it's, it's not just, I, I, I'm all in. I, I want to be all in. I want to I do this. I want to do this every day. I want to be a part of it. And it shifts from just being about guarding my heart to actually concern prayer. Like, like me, when I, I missed a run, I, I wanted to get back out there. I missed it. He's saying, don't let me stray. Something changes. Momentum begins to build. It's not just about my guarding, but that becomes a natural part of life to the point where I don't want to stray. I don't want to miss it. I want all that God has for me. So I want to continue to move in that direction. They are all in. But then it begins to take a little shift. And I want to I want a question, a question arose in my mind as I was thinking about this. Okay, so what helps maintain that momentum? For me, in running, you know we have, I, I know we have some good seasons here. We have um, not quite winter, winter, still winter, and road construction season. Um, and so we were moving from not quite winter, into winter. And I realized if I was going to continue my life of running, there were some things that I needed to add to my repertoire. I needed some new shoes. Um, My birthday, this is is how all in. For my birthday, I wanted some running leggings that I wear shorts over. And uh, because nobody needs to see these bird legs. And uh, and I, I added some yak tracks. How many of you know what yak tracks are? They're these rubber things that have metal pieces on the bottom, and they pull over the top of your shoe so that when you're out running in the snow, which I absolutely love. I know, I'm a weirdo. 
But it keeps you from slipping. It gives you some traction, some good traction when I'm out there running. And so we see that there, there may be some things that need to be added to uh, this when it comes to using Scripture to orient our life towards the call of God, towards that best life that God calls us to. And we begin to see one of these things. The first thing we see is memorization. Memorization of God's Word helps orient our lives. And we see this in verse 11. It's one of the first verses I ever memorized as a little kid. I memorized it a little bit differently. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That, that's how I, I learned it way back in the day in the good King James English. But we see it today. I treasure your word in my heart that I may not sin against you, that I'm so all in and I don't want to be led astray, that I'm going to spend time memorizing. I'm going to treasure it in my heart. I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to add this to my repertoire, my daily time, so that I can keep that momentum going as I'm orienting my life through Scripture around God's best. And so it's important. There's a call for you and for me to, to take this seriously, not just something we flippantly read, but something that we spend time together. Many of you know I'm a big fan of the Bible Project and love those videos. And one of the things that they talked about that was very helpful for me was understanding the Bible as Jewish meditation literature. That's going to lead us into our next thing that helps with, with momentum. But to understand that this wasn't meant to just be read like a textbook and put that information in your head. It was meant to be lived into, to be memorized. It's going to take a lifetime and it will shape, it will orient your life towards God's best. But we are called to go all in. We've got to find that motivation that His Spirit will give, that will lead to movement, that will draw us into the momentum of not wanting to quit. And then we begin to realize it's important for us to memorize some of Scripture. This is important stuff if we ever want to see our life oriented towards God's best. Number four, and we're already kind of into this, is is the understanding of meditation. That it's not just about memorizing, but it's, which is with the head, but it's also about pulling it down into our hearts. That we begin to sit with that. And we see this in verses 13 through 15, but I want you to understand that verse 15 uses the word. You see that? I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. But verses 13 and 14 describe what meditation felt like or was like in this time where this was taught. Now, for us, we think of meditation as sitting somewhere quietly, closing our eyes, you know, I don't know, sitting in a weird position. You know, we, we think of meditation this way. But for the Hebrew people, meditation is not a mental exercise. It is a verbal exercise. So it is taking maybe something that we've memorized, like Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. And repeating that over and over until it gets into your soul and you begin to think about questions like, have I hid God's word in my heart? Am I living God's best? Have I oriented my life towards that? As you repeat those verses 
over and over. It's a verbal exercise. And so there's a call to live into that by reading and by memorizing and by repeating and repeating so that those precepts, those words become a part of all that is happening for you. You see that in verse 13. With my lips I declare all the ordinance of your mouth. I delight in the ways of your decrees as much and in all riches. I fix my eyes. This describes a Jewish understanding of meditation. It's not just a mental exercise. It is a verbal exercise that you enter into. So don't be afraid. If you've read a passage of Scripture many times, it's okay to come back to that. That's a part of the tool that God lets us in on to keep that momentum going as we seek after His best through Scripture. It's a beautiful pattern of the way things go. And then, lastly, one of the, uh, the, the greatest tools that God has given to us is mutually-minded people. Now, this isn't explicitly mentioned right here, but it's kind of implied by this teacher and student reply. How does one... Uh, what was that? How, does, how can young people keep their ways pure? How can people keep their ways pure? And then there's the answer. That there's a teacher and there's a response. That there are mutually minded people that assist in the motivation. These are a lot of M's today. That assist in the motivation and the movement and the momentum. It works best. Scripture works best. God uses Scripture to motivate us and move us towards God's best through mutually minded people. That's why we continue to gather on Sundays, even though the Bible has been in print in your language for a long time. It's wonderful for you to memorize it. It's incredible if you take time to verbally meditate on the Scripture, but it works best when you're around mutually minded people who will ask you the questions and inspire you and challenge you. And so we need these three things to keep that motivation and that movement and that momentum orienting our lives towards God's best. And He has given us a beautiful tool in Scripture. So memorization, meditation, and mutually minded people helps us build maturity. And that's what we see in that last verse, verse 16. We see that the person now has moved and says, I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. It's as if they've come to that place now and they're they're seeing it. They they were motivated by the teacher and they knew what they needed to do in that that movement of guarding their hearts. And they, they have moved into that momentum going all in and, and, and they're, they're, they're using memorization and meditation and now they have moved into a place where they have actually come to delight in the statutes of God and they know they will not forget them. Did you know that Scripture, the Holy Spirit through Scripture, can move you to maturity? 
can move me to maturity. To where we can actually delight in God's best life for us. For you, whatever God has called you to do, God through Scripture wants to orient your life towards His best. And you can actually come to a place where you delight in His ways. And you will not forget them because they have been stamped on your heart. This is the call. This is why we continue to teach from this very ancient text. Because we believe that it will motivate us into movement. And that movement can move us into some momentum. And if we will continue to use the tools of memorizing and meditation and being with uh, mutually minded people, we will see that maturity happen. And we will begin as a community of individuals to delight in what God calls us to. We believe that in this church. That this isn't just a, an exercise in frustration. This is a movement that will take us to maturity where we can actually experience and delight in God's best for you and for me. And we are called then to go out and declare this goodness and invite others. Be the motivation for others. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself uh, in a couple weeks. But you see where this is going. This is a beautiful call. And Scripture is a beautiful witness of the Holy Spirit to our lives to call us to maturity. So as we finish today, this series is called, You Are Here. Where are you today? Did you know it's okay if in reading all of this you realize, hey, I, I need some motivation. Or, or maybe you're joining us online and, and this is all new to you. I want you to know it's okay. It's about finding that orientation, finding that starting place. And you've heard today where the end is. That maturity that causes us to delight in God's best. Don't you love it when you put this into Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever and it shows you where you are and then it shows you where you're going and it draws the line all the way there? It's what this is. Today, if it's brand new for you and you need some motivation, the good news is you know where the starting point is and you've heard where you're being called. Now, are you going to begin the journey? And there are some wonderful ways to do that, to find that motivation, what's motivating you to live into God's best so that you can begin to see this. And we have to ask ourselves, do we want to see momentum build in our lives and in our lives together? There are ways that we can do that. And I'm going to invite you today, I'm going to challenge you today to try memorization and meditation with mutually minded people. Say that five times fast. No, don't that it's going to be important for us. This isn't just a message that Pastor Jeff thought up. It's a challenge for us to enter into. I want you to be motivated today to move into the tools of memorization and meditation with mutually minded people. And so I want to ask you, are your kids signed up for quizzing? Did you know that in quizzing, they will begin to memorize Scripture? 
And they will meditate in the type of meditation we're talking about where they'll verbally repeat it to you over and over and over again. And there's something about that that begins to shift something in their hearts so that young people can keep their way in God's best. So if you have kids in that kids quizzing age, sign them up. It's a part of this. Our, our, you know, we do have youth quizzing too. So it's not just kids that can do this. Teenagers, young people who we started with, can you begin to enter into, are you called to start quizzing so that you can start memorizing and meditating with, with mutually minded people? This is important stuff. And adults, I, I don't know why we didn't ever start adult quizzing. You know, why not? It would be fun. You know, we could get in and, uh, well, it's probably because of that jumping up stuff. It gets harder to do that as you get older. Maybe we could have buzzers, clickers, yeah. Thumbs will work. That would be good. But moving into meditation, moving into memorization, it's important for young and old. The other part is, are you signed up for small groups? We have a couple going on right now. You can start one. What if you just decided we're going to get together and we're going to try and memorize some Scripture and challenge one another? You can do this over Zoom. You don't even have to to be in the same room together. But just a time where you're on the phone, you're on the computer, and you can see one another and you're challenging one another to memorize. And then asking, what is God saying to you as you're memorizing it? That's that meditation piece. And you begin to move into maturity. Are you signed up? For some small groups, it's important that you're around mutually minded people as you're orienting your life towards God's best. I'm going to give us an exercise to close today. This exercise, I'm going to invite you to memorize one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Philippians 2, 1 through 13. If there was ever a passage of Scripture that orients our lives towards God's best, Because we saw God's best in Jesus. It is Philippians 2, 1 through 13. And so I'm going to invite you to find your way there. And you can read that. And I'm going to invite you to, you know, put a square around it or highlight it in your app. And say, I'm going to commit to memorizing this. And I want you to understand, if something jumps out at you as you're reading it, Saying, you know, maybe, this, maybe it's the verse, though he was in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped or used for his own benefit. And if that jumps out at you and grabs you, then maybe that's your verse to meditate on that day. Write it down on a little 3 by 5 card. Take it with you. And every time you look at that card, you just say it out loud. You don't have to say loud, loud. You can whisper it. You can mouth the words if you're at work or someplace where it's not appropriate to speak out loud. You can do that. But I'm going to call you to commit to memorizing this passage. And then meeting with some other folks. Maybe some other mutually minded people that would then challenge you and keep that momentum going. This doesn't have to be a small group. Maybe it's with your families. Maybe around dinner conversations. Hey, let's check in and see how we're doing. Kids, you can memorize. Kids are incredible at memorizing. You can do this. So kids, challenge your parents. Parents, challenge your kids. This is Father's Day. Dad, do you need some motivation today? 
to live into this. I'm going to challenge you dads to memorize and move forward with this. We'll figure out a way how we'll compete a little bit to make this some fun. But Scripture, as we're seeing as we're closing today, Scripture orients our hearts towards the best life. It points us towards Jesus. And so I want to close by asking you, will you take this challenge? It's a simple challenge. You might think, oh, 13 verses, that's so long. It's 13 verses. And it's meditation literature. We're meant to just let it wrestle with us for a lifetime. So it's okay. Try it. Memorize it. Meditate on it. Meet with mutually minded people and discuss it. And you will find that maturity being able to growing in you as you move in to God's best for your life. Can we do that together? Can we do that online, folks? Right in the comment section. Yes. Take the challenge. Let's see where God will lead us. Let's find that motivation that will lead us to maturity in His best. Would you stand for prayer today? Father, we're so grateful for the people that you partnered with to write down your best for our lives. We're grateful for the men and women who lived this out so that we could hear about it today. Most importantly, we are so incredibly grateful for the life of Jesus who showed us God's best and sent the Holy Spirit to empower your scripture to change our hearts and our lives that we might be motivated that we might start moving and build momentum we might use tools like memorizing your scripture, meditating on your scripture, meeting with mutually minded people to discuss what's happening. And we would come to a point of maturity where we are delighting in your word and knowing that we will never forget because you have brought the change in us. I pray for my brothers and sisters here and online that we would enter into this small challenge of memorizing a passage of Scripture. As we go out, challenge us. Give us that motivation each morning to do a little memorizing throughout the day to meditate. Maybe pick up a phone or text someone about what I'm learning to be inspired to move into that maturity. For we pray and we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you receive this blessing? And now, my brothers and sisters, may we find the motivation through His Holy Spirit to move into His Word, see it build momentum as we memorize, as we meditate, as we meet with mutually minded people. And may you begin to experience the delight of maturing into God's best for your life. May we see this happen in our church and may we become motivation for those around us. I pray that this would happen as I send you out in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us, and in the name of the Holy Spirit who is in us, one God forever and ever. Amen.
God bless you. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you online. I pray you have a great day. Get some steak or burgers or something, and we'll see you next week. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.